Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Fit Nation. What's going on, everyone? Been staying busy this week and leaning forward as we climb this mountain and fall into Christmas time. When I was finding my way, being a podcaster was never something in the cards for me. I knew I can write. I knew I like to mess around with music, but I was never good at any of that stuff. But I didn't think I'd be a podcaster. So it wasn't in my cards. So when I started this, it started as a challenge to myself since I had about eight hours a week left over between school, work, and other uh, responsibilities. So I dove into it. It is like that for many of us out there seeking, who see a challenge and just go straight after it. If you do not, then life gets in the way. And that challenge or dream just becomes a, a challenge that you lost or a dream that fades into the mist. Our next guest is a marketing advertising expert. She is also a social media influencer with a pen account that has reached over 240,000 followers on Instagram. She doesn't even own a pet. She jumped from her life in Brazil to an unknown in Israel and has taken the challenge head on. So without further ado, let's get Milena Farber, marketer, social media influencer, on here. All right, welcome to the Misfit Nation. Okay. Milena Farber sitting there in her house in uh, Israel right now. She's a marketing expert, social media influencer. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure for me. It was a little hard to get our calendars to link up, but we finally got it going. That was probably the, the hardest one I've had to do in a while. <laughs> <laughs> the time difference really? makes it a little harder. Well. Yeah, how much? Where you're in Toronto right now, right? No, yeah. in United uh, Chicago time zone, United States. Oh, okay, I see. So central. It's about eight, nice. eight hours exactly between the two of us. Yeah, yeah. Well, not a problem. Not we're a problem. here for that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it the opposite way to talk to people in New Zealand. So I interviewed them. I was at nine o'clock at night talking to them their morning time. So. <laughs> wow. So okay. that was pretty cool. Oh, okay. so you got me. <laughs> so if you don't mind uh tell the audience a little bit about yourself from as far back as you want to go to how you got to what you do now yeah so um i'm originally from brazil i am from sao paulo and i moved to israel almost three years ago without my family everyone's still in brazil and um actually i came with a big challenge on what, what I want to do in my entire life. So 
basically, even before I came here, I am graduated in marketing and advertisement. And I have been working with social media since I think over like seven years ago. So even before I started the university, I said, okay, what I want to do. Um, and my mom, she's a speech pathologist. My dad is working with sports, sports business. And, and then I thought like, okay, what can I do? <laughs> so I went like, um, on my father's side, like on the marketing part. And even before I started, um, studies in the university, I created an Instagram account, which is the Instagram that I have right now. It's, a uh, I have an Instagram account where I create content, um, about dogs especially um but the name it's called like the world of animals in portuguese um i have over 240,000 followers but all of them are mostly from brazil and portugal because i'm creating content in portuguese and so everything started when i saw a huge potential on um, on my Instagram and I saw that business and brands and companies, they were starting to contact me because they wanted to promote their service and their product in my channel. So I, I saw myself in a new challenge where I don't have any dog uh, or either a cat. So how can I promote the product or how can I promote their service? So um, I can say it was a very good challenge. I have like some family members with dogs and everything. So um, I it wasn't just like as a hobby. It started, it started as a hobby, but um, once in a while, I was starting to get um, income from it and, and make some kind of like a business. And basically that's why I decided to do marketing. And it was like seven years ago, eight years ago, where we didn't have kind of influencers and right. there was just like Snapchat, Instagram was starting to, you know, Grow. become famous. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's actually how it started. So I came to Israel after a few years and, and, and I have been working with social media and influence marketing here as well. Um, I'm still managing my Instagram, but <laughs> my main, main focus is on my job. Right now, I'm um, the social media manager at Namugu, which is a B2B company, and they have a solution for e-commerce and so on. So I'm into this marketing world, <laughs> um, pretty much like creative, and yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> a little bit. That's a little bit. That's a good good introduction there. So for your move from uh, Brazil to Israel, did the company pay for you to go there? Or did you fly there and say, I want to go for this job? Um, no, actually, no one paid me. <laughs> um, there is kind of a movement uh, for that they called Aliyah, where it's like everyone that is Jewish, it doesn't matter which country you live. They have this kind of movement that they want to bring Jewish people that are abroad back to Israel. So because of the story and everything. So um, I have this kind of benefit, I would say. So for me, like I, it's easy. I can get the passport. I could come here 
for free, kind of, you know. Um, but when I came here, I didn't have work or I didn't have any opportunity in in mind. I just came like with my bags and, you know, <laughs> let's live life and see what's going to happen. Um, it took like a while for me to, you know, understand how things work. Also, the language is kind of challenging here. Hebrew, it's kind of, it's a different alphabet. So, um, but it's a good challenge because every day I'm learning something new. So I'm, I'm here for three years, but I'm learning um, every day, every single day. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, I came with this movement, but of course, like before I did a few tourist um, trips here just to understand like, okay, where I'm living. Um, because we know what, what's going on in the world. We, we know, like we hear stuff about, you know, the conflict between Arabs and Israelis, but Jewish people. But um, I, I didn't have the chance, like I had the chance to know how things work before deciding if I would live here or not. Uh, but I knew that in Brazil, I didn't want it to stay. So <laughs> that was the only thing I was sure. <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about the language uh, challenge moving from Brazil to to Israel, and you already answered that. I knew it. That's a big difference in languages. Even if I mean, you knew English in between, that kind of helps both sides. But the the Hebrew right. Hebrew language is a very difficult one to pick up on the fly. Yeah, it takes a while, and even you know, I studied in a in a Jewish school, but the English was even better than the Portuguese, <laughs> um, and. I knew a little bit of Hebrew. I could say like, I, I could know little stuff, like basic stuff. I could go to the supermarket to buy something, um, but really like going to the doctor or, you know, paying bills or something like that. It's, it's much more like hard. Um, I, I just turned into like, try to understand everything when I, I, I came here. So, um, Again, like I'm still learning every day. There's something that we need to deal with. Like if someone calls me, I'm like, okay, step by step. My Hebrew, I, the first thing they say is my Hebrew is not the best, but okay. <laughs> and because of my name, they think I'm Russian, but I have, oh, wow. <laughs> I have no idea how to speak Russian. Um, yeah, but, but they have like, they're very English friendly here. So that's good. That's really good. You'll notice our almost our, many countries around the world when you go there, a lot of them will speak English because it's a challenge to them. And once they learn it, they're proud to speak it. So when like yeah. when I, with the military, when I go around around the world, I try to learn their language. I say something in their language. They say something back to me in English. And I'm like, That's a lot of studying down the drain. You already speak my language. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but here Israelis, they love English. They love the, the culture and everything. And they, Sometimes even when you say that you don't know Hebrew that much, they already start to say with you in English and because they want to say it and you want to say Hebrew instead, <laughs> but they want to talk to you in English. So it's, it's nice. Yeah, they are very, very nice. Um, there's like uh, some, some people say here in Israel that Israelis have like, a, um, how can I say, like a very hard uh, uh, heart. Because uh, they are, they look very rude sometimes. They are very clear and very direct on the way they say. But um, 
inside they have like the most lovely heart <laughs> ever it's just like insane you you can't really see but it's like something that then you say like wow you know if you need some, something they're always there for you it's it's really really nice so this was something good like i know there's a lot of brazilians here and, and I, like a very huge community of brazilians depending on the city but in general it's easier to make like friends israeli friends than <laughs> brazil in israel so yeah <laughs> i feel like here it's uh it's a good place and like uh friends turn into a family whenever once you don't have like your real family with you so. that's, a, that's a great thing to have especially when you're that many miles and hours away from your own family and language barriers and all that, creating that new circle of friends and a new family basically your new tight-knit family there helps you out because there's times where i'm sure you miss home and they come in there they're able to make you feel a lot better and especially yeah. when it's like a carnival time and stuff you miss those days they try to, I don't know if they'll put on a carnival for you over there, but you can make like one for them. <laughs> no, it, it's true. Like right now, actually this week, they closed the board for tourists. So even if my family would love to come, they wouldn't be able. It's, right. it's tough. It's kind of tough, but <laughs> life, you know. Just got to deal with it at this time, especially yeah. when the last couple of years, I mean, you moved there just before all this craziness started in the world. So you've seen now, well, I guess, two waves of it over there. You've seen the first lockdown opening, soft opening, and then now this lockdown. So you've seen people's heads almost explode because they're happy and sad, happy and sad. And and it's all that's a big thing to go through for everyone in the world right now. And everyone is wondering what's going to happen next. And that you're you're sitting over there just smiling because you know it's his life that, that's how that's all you can do exactly that's all i can do <laughs> <laughs> so turning back to you and your your influencing have you helped anyone on the side outside of your actual job to maybe build their brand or become an influencer themselves um so i i did a few kind of i wouldn't say works but i helped some of my friends and even some family members on also like how to positionate their brand on social media, but also to how to become an influencer and how to create content on social media. Um, especially because uh, my expertise is more on Instagram. And I can say like, we all know that it, all the social channels are always changing the algorithm. So we need to keep, we need to stay updated with the trends and what's going on and, and how things are working in the social world. Um, but yeah, I, I, I worked with a few friends on helping them, um, even from scratch on how to create the channel, the branding, um, not really doing the work, like helping them and assisting them, but guiding them on on the logo or how often they need to post on social media or how they need, what's the, the, the voice that the tone that they need to mm. say and, and so on. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you started uh, your Instagram, I guess, right, like you said earlier, when it was growing. So you got in at the ground level and we're able to watch these algorithms as they change pretty much monthly now. They, when they, they see one person rise and they want to help others or keep that person slowed down, 
they'll change the algorithm a little bit just to keep it the comp- competition high and to make you work a little harder, I guess, as your influencer, so you don't get stale in your own content. Do you ever find it's hard to keep up with the algorithms? Yeah. It's a, it's like living in Israel. Every day is a new challenge. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes you're posting at 9 p.m. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Um, and it's always changing. Always, always changing. Like, for example, getting verified on Instagram. A few, I would say, weeks ago, getting, uh, getting the verification badge, the blue badge, yeah. would uh, would have help you on if you're following someone and this person is not following you and you're sending her a private message and you have the verified uh the blue badge um your message wouldn't be on the request box it would be directly on the primary box so that would help and now they just simply change it doesn't work really like that (laughs) so it keeps changing every every time and again it's a challenge but that's why we need to keep updated and, and stay tuned with uh, what's going on and see what other people are doing. Um, yeah. Just like before I started the podcast, I would just post pictures of the sunrise and sunset in my backyard or my dogs. But I didn't have 200,000 uh, followers for my dogs, believe me. I might get people chasing me for my dogs, but that's about it. <laughs> But, you can share the picture with me. I can shout out to you. <laughs> I'll share it. I'll send it to you. I have four of them. I can send one a day. <laughs> <laughs> I can post. Not a problem. You know, I, I don't have a dog. So in general, how I create it, like how I build my, my, my channel is just like to give the opportunity to share other people's dogs. Okay. So, um, Basically, that's how I started, and that's how I. It's not just creating the content, but engaging with the community. So I felt like in social media there, there was something missing. Like, okay, there's lots of Instagrams of dogs, um, owners creating their, um, their pets channel or something like that, but there's no, there's nowhere that they can be shout outed or promoted. Um, so how can we do that? So they, that's basically how I created my channel. You can see that I'm not posting pictures of me, of, <laughs> of myself, because I, I can't, I'm not a dog, but also I don't have any, any dog. So that, that's basically how I created the community. That's outstanding. Though. And when I see <laughs> that number, I was like, that's a lot of followers for dogs. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I can say that uh, they are very, very engaged in uh, in the comments. And again, like things are working differently, but in the past, um, most of my followers came from comments. So it was everything organic. And we know that right now working organic on social media, it's kind of hard, Um, especially when they, they can, they see that the competitors are spending lots of budgets and, um, you know, investing a lot of time on ads and campaigns. So the money wins in the end. (laughs) It always does. It's uh, money beats the little guy all the time. Hustle has to come in factor there. So if uh, say a young entrepreneur is growing their business, we know most businesses now are online, mostly because of the way the world is right now. What's the best things they can do to get their their products seen before someone selling the same thing on Instagram. 
so I think even before like uh, posting on social media, they need to have kind of a strategy behind on what they are looking for. Um, and when I say that, it's much more like marketing, but, but then it makes totally sense. So um, we're talking about understanding the product and the persona. So if you have an online business or you have a product and you want to be exposed on social media, which social channel you should have? Um, sometimes all of them, sometimes not all of them. So sometimes TikTok works, but if your target is not on TikTok, then it's not really relevant for you to have a TikTok channel. Um, then whenever you understand what do you want and what do you think it's best for your business, um, it's just time of like, uh, it's just time like of creating consistency and making sure that whenever you're posting and creating something, people will see that and will say like, this is our, this is your brand. Um, this is you and they are going to recognize you for that. And, and for sure, working with influencers right now, which, which is one of the biggest trend and, when I say influencers, I think right now, like working especially with nano and micro influencers, um, the ones with less amount of followers, but they are very, very niche. And and I, and it's interesting because I'm saying that I'm not I'm not sure if I'm considered a micro influencer, but <laughs> brands should work with me micro and nano influencers because the results, not just in terms of sales. And in terms of a brand awareness, but in terms of like getting exactly your target, that's the best thing to do. And they have your audience, it's, it, it's there. So, and, and I think like whenever you create with influencers and building a type of a kind of a community with them, engaging with them and being like creating a relationship for like in the future, maybe turn them into a brand ambassador and working more like on um, consistency, like not just paying them for a post or sending them um, a kit or like a, something from your brand, but having them with you as a consultant, as a, you know, someone that can create content for your channel um, and someone that can show up on podcasts yeah. and webinars and events and can you know really hold your hand and stay with you along the journey because i think whenever you see someone on the television and you see like okay this actress relates to this brand then it makes more sense um and then, and then you start to get more feedbacks on on your product and your business and it's just it, it's just like time um for you to grow your business, but also at the same time, it's, it's, it's too much like value for, it brings too much value for the, for the business itself. Um, yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like to talk, so you can stop me anytime. <laughs> are you good? You good? This is, this is for you to put out your information and tell your ideas of how to make things work for people. As you've seen it grow from seven years ago to now, where do you think it's going to go in the next five, maybe 10 years? Um, so actually today I was watching the video from Meta from Facebook. I'm not sure if you watched, 
um, so just now Facebook uh, changed, uh, not their name, but they, they're recognized now as Meta. Oh. Um, yeah. And it's really interesting to see on how they see things with artificial intelligence, VR, v virtual intelligence, and how things work like, uh, you know, me, I'm going to be next to you, sitting next to you in a few years. I don't know how, but I'm going to be there. <laughs> um, but in terms of social media, I think what's going to change most is people are trying to, they're getting the feeling that they want to see real content. Um, they want to see real people. Um, they know if you're doing a, uh, you know, a, 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 a paid campaign and you're not, showing that it's paid they know that you're getting paid for that and the more they see that the more fake you are either as a brand or either as a person there's they're gonna start to run away um that like people are getting you know like on instagram for example they see stuff that sometimes it's not really something that they were expecting to and there there's lots of issues with depression and, and like, and all of those, which it's, it's like just insane that to happen, but that really happened. So in terms of like influencers and brand, I think what's going to change most is like the way that you expose your, your service or yourself, um, because people are really aware on what you're saying and what you're doing and where you're going. Um, and they want to see real stuff because they want to, they want to follow who's, uh, they want to follow people that whoever life has, they have, it matches with their, what, what they think or what they do and what they like. So I would say that would change, that would change. Um, and in terms of like strategy, it always change. So I, I don't really know, like, <laughs> what to predict in you know a few years from now but a lot of a lot of things are going to change mostly maybe video stuff um having podcasts also it's something that um increased like a lot and influencers are being working on it also um but they are working like seasons different like there's like different kinds of podcasts but um, influencers are most likely doing seasons and so on. Um, in terms of partnerships with and collaboration with other brands, I think like influencers, they're starting to realize that money is not everything. And if they are not using the product and if they, if they're, if they think their audience are not matching with the product that they are promoting, um, I think they're going to stop doing that it's just simply like if people are not buying or liking their posts because they the product does not match what what they want um influencers are gonna recognize like okay now i'm not gonna collaborate with this brand because it's not what my audience wants so also that's something that i want this to happen because I, we all know like how influencers are sometimes they are, they get a product but they're not really using but they are getting the money from it but you know so 
it's something that I want this to happen, but I think it's really going to happen because again, like people are seeing the content because they like it. Um, so yeah, lots of people like right now are just deleting their Instagram because they see fake stuff and they, and they unfortunately have this kind of depression and things. Um, especially I'm saying, especially on Instagram but also on other social channels, they see what other people are doing and they want to do the same thing and they sometimes they can't. Um, so I think those are the main things that's going to change. And I think uh, to your point of strategy, I think you always have to stay on top of strategy every, every year, every month, whatever, because it always changes. You're not always going to be the, the best person in the business. You have to keep fighting to get up there. If you don't do that, you're going to keep falling back and back and back until you finally realize what just happened. And then you're so far behind what the strategy was, it's hard for you to catch up at that point. Exactly. So if someone wants to reach out to you and get in touch with you to come on their show or to give advice, how would they do that? Um, anyone can reach me out on LinkedIn. Um, my different name and my last name, <laughs> Elena Farber. <laughs> Um, or you can always reach me out on my, my Instagram, on the animals Instagram. Um, and yeah, I'm here. I'm here to help. <laughs> and really like, um, I'm not even doing like consultant work, but I really like to help people and really understand what are their needs because we all know how challenging it is to, to grow and to make things work um especially when you need to stay updated with the trends and news and, and what's going on in the world so i'll be happy to help anyone that wants to reach out to me well thank you melena for coming on and taking some of your night with us and i look yeah. forward to hearing from you in the future yes for sure thank you so much thank you for the time and looking forward That was great chat with Melena. Be sure to check out her links in the show notes and reach out for, to her for tips and tricks how to be successful in marketing or how to become an influencer and how to stay ahead of those algorithms. You can also watch this one on our YouTube channel, The Misfit Nation. It's the underscore Misfit Nation. So you know how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on Misfit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that would bring that energy, has a great story, just wrote a book, is about to drop their first album, send them to our, our website, themisfitnation.com, and reach out to us. We'll get back to them within one day. And as always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling, because we are... It's, 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 it's Fit Nation.